0: Any type of question, any type of question you have regarding what I should do about your finances, about your family, about, about your future wife, about your future husband, about, about your friends, about the church. You go to the Bible, the word of God, and it will clarify it to you. God speaks through his word, amen? God speaks through his word all the time. He is faithful. You open this book, you open it up, you're facing something damn, God will reveal something to you, amen? Amen. The Bible shows us how to live our lives on a daily basis. Basic instruction book, or uh, basic instructions before leaving earth, right? B-I-B-L. Almost forgot that. All right, (laughs) B-I-B-L-E. Amen, amen, all right. And, (laughs) yeah, it's okay. We got to keep in mind that the Bible is written, how many, uh, how many authors? Anybody know? How many different authors? 40 different authors. 40 different authors in a span of 1,500 years. Those 40 authors walked completely different walks of life. You understand me? Like different, like I, I preached on the Bible, was it like three, four, like about a month ago. And man, this, this thing is a powerful thing. So many people just discontinue the Bible. I say, I'm like, come on, people, there are over 300 prophecies in the Old Testament alone talking about Jesus, on where he was going to be born, when, who, who the mother was going to be, what he was going to do. And they're like, that could have been anything. How do you know Jesus was real? How do you know they actually didn't make him up in the New Testament? I look at him and be like, come on, brother. Come on, are you serious? Look at me. Look at my change. You heard my testimony. How many of you know Julius Caesar? Who do you know who Julius Caesar is? Amen, right? The Roman emperor, right? One of the most famous Ro- Roman emperors ever, right? Now, did you know there is more, more documented proof that Jesus actually existed and did what he did more than there is documented proof on Julius Caesar? Did you know that? If you were going to discontinue the Bible, you have to discontinue pretty much almost everything you know about Roman history itself. You understand me? you're going to d- discontinue that, just forget it. Everything you know, gone. You understand me? Jesus is real. What he did was real. And he continues working in us, amen? He continues moving every single day. This book, this book continues to change lives on a daily basis. On a daily basis. You just say, hey, hey, Jesus loves you, man. And they go, yeah, I know Jesus loves me. I know God loves me. Whatever. He goes home. And they either, either they hear it on the radio or... They, they actually open the book themselves, or they see it on TV. They just hear a scripture, and it speaks. It speaks, or God uses us to speak. Amen? How many of you guys believe that? Amen? It is real. And the Bible is such a, uh, an, important, um, an important tool that you need as, as far as your Christian walk. You need it. You must strive for it. That's why we urge you young people to, 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 to read it every single day. If you just became saved, read at least a chapter a day. A chapter is like, what, five, ten minutes. You know what I mean? They're not like actual novels where it takes about an hour or two to read. It's just like ten minutes. But you really read it and you take your time with it and bam. Wow, Lord, you spoke to me on that. Lord, Father, I was facing something with my mom the other day. You touched me. A few words could change a life. How else can you explain? that besides it's the word of God. It is the word of God that changes lives every day. And that's the Bible, people. The word of God is an amazing thing. Amen? Psalm um, 119, chapter, I mean, verse 10, I'm sorry. This says it all. This, this sums it all right here. I read this, I was like, Lord, come on. Come on, Jesus. Amen? I seek you with all of my heart. Do not let me stray away from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips, I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in the fall I'm sorry, I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Amen. I will not neglect your word. That's the way we should be. Lord, I will not ignore this book. I will not ignore your word. Because your word not only changed my life, but it changed my brother Berto. It changed my brother Adam, Evie, Zito, everybody. It changed my friend's life. It's not just me. It's not just you. Everybody, look around you. How many people are actually saved and living for Christ? Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Does the Bible change your life? Amen. Does it continue to teach you things? Amen. 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 Why discontinue it? It's such an important important thing, man, that Bible. Number two. Number two. Prayer. Prayer. Prayer is not just a quick word with God. You understand me? So many say. I ask. I ask people. I ask people. You pray, brother? You pray, brother, you pray? Pray? He's like, Yeah, I pray. How often you pray? Every day. Every day I pray. I'm like, All right. How, how long you pray for? Like two minutes. Two minutes every day. And I look at them, and they're like, Yeah, I pray two minutes every day. <laughs> two minutes every day. I talk to God. I'm like, Yeah. Wow. That's an amazing thing. That's quite an accomplishment. And then I just say to them, I'm like, Brother. You want to be a dad or brother or sister whatever. Like, you want to be a parent one day, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I want to be a parent. I'm like, imagine if you have that kid. And that kid, are you only going to want to speak to that kid for two minutes a day? No, right? You're going to want to spend all your time, right? You want to spend all the time you have with that child, with your child. It is your son. It is your daughter. You love that child. Yet God, the father, your father, the father to the fatherless, you ignore him and only speak to him two minutes a day. What is that? What is that? And that's when they go, oh, I never thought about it that way. Like, yeah, brother, you better start thinking about it that way. Because he has been knocking on your door. He has been knocking. And you have been ignoring, ignoring, and ignoring. And it just sometimes it just takes a quick bop in the head to get it. You know what I mean? Like, brother, listen to me. Spend more time with God because he is urging for you. He loves you with all of his heart. And he wants you with all of his heart. And they're like, he loves me? I am a sinner. Like, I, I I get drunk and I have sex. I'm like, brother, sister, don't worry. He still loves you. He loves you, but he hates to sin that you do. You understand me? And he's like, no, no, I can't. I, I I can't like I can't go to church like this. I don't want to be a hypocrite. And I look at him like, come on, brother. You think I came to church as a saint? My first day at church, I was sitting back there, and I was just chilling. I was like, all right, I'll come in. I'll check it out. And I'm like, man, I, I was seeing the same thing a little bit. You know, I was like, man, I feel kind of like a hypocrite. I'm here in church, saying I'm going to church, but I'm, doing this, the, I'm still drinking crazy. I'm still getting drunk. I'm still having sex with girls. And then it wasn't until Pastor Joe said, something that just touched my heart and and the way it impacted me I pray that it, it impacts everybody that I tell and it's that, yes you're a sinner yes God loves you of course like he'll accept you he loves you so much he'll take you in but he loves you too much to let you stay the same he will change you he will change you rearrange you boy I'll tell you man he's wearing his hard hat and he is he got the jackhammer, just a construction zone inside of you, in your, in, your, in your soul. You understand me? He is changing you, rearranging you. He will not leave you the same. You understand me? Amen. Come on. How many of you know what I'm talking about? He has changed me dramatically. I see my friend, our, uh, my old friend, he came just a couple weeks ago from high school. I haven't seen him for like three years. Three years. He came in. I told, I'm like, brother, what's up? <laughs> I was like, come on, give me a hug. And we walked in the back, and I was telling him, like, he like he was telling me about what's been going on in his life. You know, he stepped out, of, uh, he got a uh, honorable, honorable, honorable discharge of the navy, or whatever. And, I, and he's like, what's up with you? I'm like, brother, God has changed my life. Like, I'm the youth pastor now. And he was like, what? Bro, you had a bar in your car? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. He's one of the few that still remembers that I always had, like, three bottles of liquor in my car, in the trunk of my car, where the spare tire would go. I would take the spare tire out and put liquor. Wasn't that stupid? Come on, what if I got a flight, right? Stupid, man. I cared more about the liquor, man. I cared more about the liquor than I did myself. Like, literally, people. Those, like, a lot of you heard my testimony a lot of times, but, like, I was 20 years old, had a fake ID, and spending $200 a week on liquor. That simple. That easy. I was drinking every night. I was an alcoholic before I even turned 21. What? Like, you ever hear that? You know what I mean? Like, I was drinking every night. I couldn't go to sleep, man. There was times where I would just go upstairs, creep up, nobody's watching, take a couple shots of Bacardi. And that would help me go to sleep because I would be hearing just voices in my head, man, just, just depression hitting me hard. And nobody knew that I was depressed, but everybody knew that I drank a lot. Everybody knew that I drank a lot. And when my brother, when when my boy heard that, he was like, what? Wow. And I'm just like, not to say, like, yes, look what I have become. You know what I mean? But like, no, that's not my boast. My boast is not like, yes, I'm a youth pastor now. Look at me, you know. No, my boast is, look what God has done in my life. Look what our God, our glorious God can do. The God of the impossible has changed my life. And he can just as easily change yours. Just as easily. In the snap of your fingers, in the blink of an eye, you will be trans- transformed into somebody you will never recognize. On a daily basis, I transform. On a daily basis, I look back and I'm like, man, I, oh, I am so on fire right now. I'll, man, I'm so more on fire than I was last month. And two months later, man, I'm more on fire. And two months later, man, I'm more on fire. And so today, man, last month, Come on, I'm more on fire than I was before. Like, God continues to change you over and over and over again. And he's not going to stop. He's not going to stop because he has set you apart. He has set me apart from birth and has had a plan for me. He, he knew what I was going to be doing. He knew it. He knew my destiny. He planned this mic on my hand to preach his gospel. And preach his gospel I will do till I die on this earth. That is the glory of God. He has changed my life. And I love you, Lord, for it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Give the Lord a hand of applause. Come on. If He has changed your life, say hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Prayer. Prayer, people. Prayer. Just pray. If you're facing something, pray. Be like, Lord, Lord, my family is just, they're, they're just letting me down, Lord. Like they, they, they are so against me going to church. Pray. Pray. What did I say just a couple seconds ago? Like, our God is the God of the impossible. Whatever you think is impossible is more than possible to our God. He will grant it in a second. He will grant it in a second. Do not pray. Do not pray like the world prays. Meaning, like I said, two minutes. You know what I mean? Don't pray. Like, mm-hmm. Thank you. I pray. That was me praying. I just prayed. And I was like, what? You just prayed? He's like, Yeah, look, I'll do it again. Pray. I was like, sounds like you just opened up a a can of Sprite or something. He's like, ah, ah. You know what I mean? Like, come on, brother. That ain't praying. That's not praying. Praying is actually speaking to God. Praying, request something, thank him, praise him. Worshiping is praying to God. You are speaking to God, the Almighty. Come on. You can wear a hat. You can wear a suit. I don't care what you wear. Just speak to God, people. Come on, I was worshiping God, in my skull ain't got too hot. I had to take it off. You understand me? I was up here, had my sweater on. The like, man is getting too hot up here. I had to take it off. You know, like, it, like I don't care. Like, God doesn't care, man. You don't have to come in some formal way. I mean, it's nice, yeah. Not knocking it. Of course, it's nice to dress up for church, whatever. It's cool. But like, I'm talking about when you're in your own private place. You know what I mean? Just be like, oh man, I don't feel right speaking to God today. Or you feel like you sin too much. Like, which I really, I know that God told me. When we were worshiping, I just did, I just, man, I wasn't, there was a lot of you that just weren't worshiping, that just wasn't praising God, giving what he deserves, and I'm like, man, there's something holding him back. Lord, what is it? What is it? He's like, sin. Have him repent. Bam. I'm like, Lord, come on. Come on, use me, Lord. Use me as your vessel. And he used me, and I pray that all of you meant it, you know what I mean? Those of you who said it meant it, and man, did we break through, amen? Evie, did we break through? Amen? Come on. That was a breakthrough. That was something that was holding some of you back. Sin. Do not let it hold you back. It's saying, like, man, I feel like a hypocrite. I sinned so much today. How am I going to talk to God? I feel so dirty. First, you say, Lord, I repent of so and so, and then you continue speaking. That is how you pray. That is how you pray to your God. Amen? You repent, continuously talking to him. Just just praise him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Don't don't give God these weak prayers, man. Come on, he knows. He knows. Matthew 6, verse 7. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Verse 8. Do not be like them. for For your father knows what you need before you ask him. Your father knows the desires of your heart. Amen. He knows what you're going to ask before you ask him. Why do I bother? Why should I even pray then if He already knows what I want? Because you have to earn. You have to earn your keep. Does God have to prove anything to us? No, right? But we have everything to prove to God. Everything as far as your lifestyle, the way the way you dress, the way you speak, or what you do on a daily basis. You have to prove to God. You have to prove to God that you are worthy of his presence, that you are worthy of his glory. Amen? Come on. Matthew 21, verse uh, 22. You guys don't have to turn there. Just hear me out. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Amen? If you believe. Now, the number one you, number one thing you need in your life, in your relationship with God, out of all things, is faith. It's faith. Without faith, what is there? Nothing. You have to have faith in your God. If you believe strong enough and if you pray hard enough, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Amen? Come on. Now, in Acts 4, mm, this is what I want to see, people. This is what I want to see. Acts 4, chapter 4, verse 31. After they prayed, I'll let you guys catch up. Come on. Acts 4, Acts chapter uh, chapter 4, verse 31. Can I get an amen when you're there? <laughs> amen. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Spoke the word of God boldly. Come on. When you speak the word of God, when you are witnessing, you just don't go, Hey, uh, you, you know Jesus? Yeah, I know Jesus. Y- amen. Amen. You know what I mean? No, man. You go, brother, my brother, my sister, do you know who God is? Yeah, I know who God is. Who is he? He's our father. No, he's not just your father. He is your Lord. He is your savior. He is your everything. He is your rock, your fortress, your redeemer. Come on, your one Sacrifice lamb, the one person that is able to forgive you and restore you. That is who he is. Speak his word with boldness and just say, come on. Come on. If you do not accept this, hey, if you don't want to accept it, it's on you. But just know that you have been warned. The kingdom of God is near. Repent. Repent, for the kingdom of God is near. I want to see. I want to pray so hard in here that I want to feel this room shaking. I want to feel it all shaking. Come on. I felt God's glory. I felt his presence. He came in a whisper before, and it's just, it's beautiful, and it's amazing, but I want to experience something. I want to feel. Woo! I want to get rocked by God, people. Rocked, just like, whoa. The room shakes. You were thinking we're in an earthquake, and we go outside. We're like, what? What happened? And we're like, oh. Whoa. Let's get some more. <laughs> we go back in, and we start praying again. You know what I mean? Come get some of that, amen? Come on, pray, prayer, prayer. Man, I do not have a lot of time. Amen. That worship was amazing, though. It was totally worth it. Amen. Number three. Now, number three. Number three thing is Christian fellowship. Being united in Christ, right? Now, those two, prayer and and the Bible, are extremely important. But that was my introduction. Now, this is the message. Amen. All right. Christian fellowship. This is uh, is purposely because of the unite that we have tonight. Oh, unite tonight. You know what I mean? Come on. The unite that we have tonight, Christians, brothers and sisters in Christ, where we just come together and just acknowledge God and just love on God and just build each other up, right? Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 3. Let me get an amen when you're there. 1 Timothy chapter 3. Amen, amen you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth. You will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the foundation of the truth. What's the church? What's the church? Where's the church? We're the church. We are the church. Right? Amen? In Revelations, we're described as the bride of Christ. In Revelations, we are described as as the bride of Christ. In Revelations 19, verse 7, let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Woo! When it comes to that, I don't mind calling myself a girl. You understand me? Come on, Lord, I am ready. I am ready, Lord. Come on, Jesus. Uh, when we had our purity uh, ceremony, I had that ring, and I was like, my uh, pa- pastor was like, brother. He looked at, he got me. He was like, brother, God, God has come. You know, you're gonna, you're about to marry Jesus. You understand that? I'm like, yeah, Lord, uh, uh, yeah, pastor, I'm gonna, I'm about to marry Jesus. Yeah, you know, it's funny. And he was like, but you ain't wearing the suit. I was like, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you're right, I'm wearing
0: the dress. I'm wearing the dress, Jesus is wearing the suit, you know what I mean? Like, we are the bride, we are the church, and as the church, you are the pillar. You are the pillar, those things, right there, bam. And the Lord, the Lord, your God, is the foundation. The Lord, your God, is the foundation, unbreakable. He is the rock. No matter how many times you try to bang at it, no matter how many times people try to beat it up, that rock is unbreakable. And that is your salvation. That is your foundation right there. That's my foundation. And I stand on it. And I am planted on it. And I am holding up the word of God as hard as I can, as powerful and boldly as I can. And I, come on, the Lord has been blessing me. The Lord has been blessing me. You are the pillars of Christ. You are the pillars of the church. Amen? But let me ask you something. When you see a pillar... Do you you always see one? No, right? You you always see at least two. Like right here, boom, two. We always have two. There's really never one. Never one. When you see these old pillars of, um, let's go turn that picture for me, girl, Uh, sister. Um, And then, um, (laughs) sister, Um, when you see these pictures right now, like these are pillars. These pillars are over 2,000 years old. Look at that. Look at that! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, going on. <laughs> These right there. Leave it at that. That one's good. I like this one. Bam! Look at that. These pillars are over two thousand years old. These pillars were there around Jesus' time. You understand me? Look at, look at, look at that foundation. Look at that foundation. No matter how many times people have tried beating it, beating it up, no matter how many times it tried to get weathered out, it has withstood, withstood time and its abuse. Look at all that it is holding. Bam. But two of them, two of them, as pillars, we got to be united, united, holding each other up. That could be your burden. Come on, let's take this away right here. Take, the, the, take this pillar away. And you just have that. What's going to happen? It's going to collapse, crumble down. You know what I mean? Like the foundation is there, yes, but when the world gets to you, when it gets to be too heavy, Man, some people just fall out. But that is the beautiful part of Christian fellowship. As brothers and sisters, we stand together and we hold each other up. We hold each other up, amen? Pillars always stand together, standing on firm, strong ground, helping them carry the heavy load, amen? Amen. We need to stand together, help each other out, help each other out, no matter how many times. Like we're facing things, like you know, it could be your family, it could be school, it could be sin. It's holding you down. It's just feeling so heavy, so heavy in your back. You just feel like you're about to collapse. Just remember, on the foundation that you're standing on, that's never gonna crack. And your brother, your sister is gonna come up, help you out. Brother, sister, brother Adam, like, what are you facing right now, man? Yeah, your family. Okay, come on, brother. We'll pray. Let's pray. Let us pray. Let us take off that load, because our God is the God of the impossible. Amen. Amen. So, if I can have uh, uh, Gilbert and one more, uh, Adam, come on up, real quick for me, please. I don't usually use props, but this one was just so dope. I just had to use it. You go, brother. Bam. Go ahead and put that in the middle for me, please, Adam. If you get this one in the middle, don't get a hernia. No, no, on the floor, on the floor, on the floor. <laughs> we don't want to break the stage. Bam. <laughs> Here, give me a second, guys. Just focus. One, one big weight, sin, right? We have another one, school, right? And we have another one, family problems. We have these three things that are just beaten up, beaten up. Ramey, come on over here for me, brother. Not <laughs> just stand right here for me, brother. Here, here, here. Now, Remy is facing sin.
1: Well, not actually,
0: but, you know, I'm using it as an example. Sin, family problems in school, right? Maybe some of the kids are poking at him, making fun of him because he's a Christian, and he stands out. And no matter how many times he tries to preach to them, they just keep on bringing him down, bringing him down. His mom probably doesn't uh, agree with him going to church. He's like, man, I don't believe this. You're Catholic. You're Catholic. Our family has been Catholic for years. How dare you leave this tradition? He's facing sin. Maybe he has a problem with uh, a lust or maybe a, a lion or something like that. Not this guy, though. Not this guy. But now, Remy, are you able to, to pick up this, pick this up? No, right? Probably not, brother. How much do you weigh? A hundred and six. Yeah, this is uh, 135, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, brother. So he can't pick this up on his own. You know what I mean? It's staying. Like, it's just on him. It's just. He can't, he can't get away from it, he can't get away from it. But if he gets his brother Gilbert, if he gets his brother Gilbert, and he gets his brother Adam to come, and he gets me to come, right? We're able to lift this sin. Bam, easy. Bam. Look at that. That's easy. We lift, we lift this sin like nothing. We lift it off of him. We take it off as brothers. And sisters of Christ, we have our strong foundation. We have the pillars of the Christ, the pillars of the church, and it is unstoppable. We can continue lifting and lifting off the burden, off the burden. It's just, go ahead, bring it down. We just take it off, take it off with each other, with brothers and sisters in Christ. Thank you, brother. Come on. If we have Christ as our foundation and our brothers and sisters as the pillars holding up the word of God, We are unstoppable, unstoppable, unbreakable, unchangeable. Our God is a great God, and as our God has a great foundation, we stand on it, we plant on it. And I say, Lord, whatever the world tries to bring at me, it will not break me down. I will not be weathered down by the world, but I will attack back with the gospel. Our fight is not a fight against flesh, it is against spirits. And the spirits, is the devil. The devil will come at you and try to attack you over and over and over again, just beating you up, adding on weight, adding on weight, adding on weight. But you stand there. You stand there and you say, devil, you are a liar. My foundation is Jesus Christ, and you have nothing on him. You have nothing on my Lord, nothing on my Savior. He can throw as many flaming arrows as he wants at you. But you pick up that shield, you pick it up, firm, firm in your walk, knowing that the Word of God will never fail you, knowing that the Lord will never leave nor forsake you. You pick that shield up and you block every single arrow that is going at you, every single one. And you throw some back at him. Say, devil, you're a liar. Devil, my family will be saved in Jesus' name. My school will be saved in Jesus' name. My sin will be lifted up and gone in Jesus' name. Why? Because my foundation, my rock, my center is the Lord Almighty. Amen. Come on. Give the Lord a hand of applause. My Lord is an amazing God, and he will bring me out of anything. He will bring me out of anything. Come on. Whatever I was facing, whatever, I, whatever I'm facing now, I'm delivered. Amen. I am delivered. Amen. Come on. Whatever this world tries to throw at you, it's temporary. It is temporary. No matter how bad it seems, no matter how hard you think you're getting attacked, remember, keep in mind, people, it is temporary. The devil is temporary, but the Lord your God is everlasting. Amen. Come on. Come on. Let me get an amen. Come on, brothers. Come on. Come on, stand strong as the pillars of Christ and his church as his bride. Stand strong and declare yourself unstoppable. Declare yourself unbeatable. I am victorious in Jesus' name. I am more than a conqueror in Jesus' name. No mountain will stand in my way. No mountain will stand in my way. I will catch it to the sea. It is gone. It is gone. Sin you are gone. Lust you are gone. Envy you are gone. Problems in my life, temporary problems in my life are gone. And who will help me? Who will help me? My Lord, my brothers, and the word of God. Come on, amen. Come on, amen. Come on, Jesus. Fill it with the Spirit, Lord. Come on. Come on, Jesus. Come on, amen. Come on. Now, if I could ask my brother Eddie uh, on, the, uh, on the piano, please. If you feel you heard everything that we had to say today, three most important things you are Christian needs in his life, fellowship, the Bible, and prayer. Without those, you don't really have much of a relationship with God, do you? If you feel you have been lacking in any one of those things, come on, if you feel like you have been lacking in any one of those things, Come on. What is stopping you? What is holding you back? Do you feel like you're being so beat up by the world that you just want to give up? If I could just have everybody close their eyes and bow their heads.